Blog Talk Radio. Or a number overseas or anywhere you should get charged. 
um, but it's the it is the phone company like uh, My Metro finds out that you know people are doing blog talks or whatever type of service they're doing through the phone. They want to try to get extra money because they know a lot of people will be calling in. So you have to get that straightened out with your uh, your phone carrier. Uh, get get that taken care of. A lot of people was calling uh, last week wanting to know they couldn't get in. They couldn't get in and. And I do apologize. Uh, if you did call in, I really don't believe you will be charged. If it's letting you come in, they, they will not charge you. That That's what Metro told me. Now, if they're not letting you in, you may have to go in and do some switches on your phone line. I'm not even sure about that, but we're trying to get that worked out. I was uh, dealing with them on today. <clears throat> but we had so many people calling in to listen. Uh, I know it's kind of discouraging when they think you're going to try to get the gospel for free and they try to charge you and make you discouraged and want to hang up. So I'm just telling everyone from what I'm being told, if they're saying they're going to charge you, believe you me, um, I don't believe they'll charge you. They won't let you in and charge you later. Now, if they're not letting you in, and then that, that's, a, that's a different uh, issue. <clears throat> Again, I want to thank all the people that participated last week on helping us uh, – get through the week, and um, I just want to thank uh, uh, people who spoke. Uh, I think Victor uh, Elder Bluett spoke on Thursday night. I want to thank him uh, for speaking Thursday night at Community Skilled Nursing Home. He was the speaker on that night. Just thank him for a great word on that night, which you do a little bit more often, but that's a story for another day. You did a great job, and I just want to say thank you um, for that. I want to thank um, – <clears throat> All the other people at Community Skilled, the, the directors of Community Skilled Nursing Home in Washington, for being a, a blessing and allowing me to come in and set up. Uh, it was definitely a blessing to, to do that. I'm going to talk a little bit about that, my message on, on, on tonight. I'm not going to be long. I'm going to get right into it because I just feel something in my spirit. But something happened uh, last week that 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 had me end, and last week y'all heard me say I was going on an assignment. And I went on the assignment, and I was supposed to speak um, Sunday, Friday night, and Sunday of last week, and and I, I couldn't speak. And not that I didn't have it or I couldn't speak, but the Lord told me just to end my assignment. And I'm, I'm, I'm definitely going to uh, uh, preach about this here in, in a second and why he told me to end my assignment. I'm very transparent in my messages and, and how I do certain things. You know, I don't sugarcoat anything. But as I was, before I left, I had a traumatic experience. It was just something that it, it didn't really hit me until after it was over, but even before I got on the plane. I'm not going to go into all those details, but it was just traumatic. It was, it just something happened, and it just, it didn't bother me until after the fact. So I get there. I, this was on Wednesday morning, flying out, get to my destination. Um, I want to thank Elder Bazaar for picking me up from the airport, getting me to where we had to go, um, get there, and everything is going good. I get to see my family, and, and I'm, I'm on a high note. Then I get to the point where I had another experience that just shocked me, just something totally different, not like the first one I had on Wednesday. This happened on Friday morning. It's just a traumatic experience, something I've never seen before, and it just took me 
to the point I'm like, Lord, what what is what's going on? What what's the, the purpose of this? And right after that I, I had to go see a few people. I went and saw a few people and it was just like it just took everything out of me and I'm like, Lord, what's going on? And after I saw the people I had words and, and, and it was time for me to I said right then it was time for me to go. My body was tired and I'm like, Lord, why am I ending why are you ending the assignment? And <clears throat> there was a part on Friday where I met with some preachers and um <clears throat> one of my travel bags I had, I had to go get a new travel bag and I think I got it Friday uh Thursday or Friday I had to get a new travel bag. And um I went and got the bag, and I was with uh, uh, Elder Bazaar's son, Jonathan. He was driving me around. And as I got the bag and we went to the store, I went and bought some stuff. And as I was meeting with these preachers, I was getting out of one car to get into another car. <clears throat> and I had a bunch I – was, I was, my spirit was troubled, and I'm around some preachers. And, and I, I had stuff going on back at my house. I just – wanted to get home. I just didn't feel comfortable. And the Lord's saying, you've done your assignment. Go ahead and, 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 and you can, this would be a good time to go. But as he was showing me this, as I got out of the car and I had got some bags of stuff that I wanted and I got a, a, a new carrot, a new bag. And this is all going to fit in with, 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 with my story in a minute. And I got it and I'm around these preachers and we're outside because the weather was very pleasant. And I guess my wife got into me a little bit because I wouldn't let the bag that I had hit the ground for some reason. I just wouldn't set the bag on the ground. I don't know why. I just wouldn't set it, and I had the bag. Plus, I had some grocery bags in one hand. I had my my notebook and, and, and laptop and other stuff in another hand. And as I was sitting there and we was talking, and I was holding all these bags and stuff, and they was talking to me about speaking on Sunday. And later on Friday night, I was just overwhelmed with pain because holding the bag and the groceries in one hand, it was hurting. Having the stuff, and it was uncomfortable. And I was sitting around these men of God, pastors, and none of them offered to help with the stuff I had in my hand. I didn't want to sit it on the ground. Now, years ago, I just would have threw everything on the ground and said I'd been done with it. But I just believe that, um, you know, my wife is very particular about germs and stuff, don't want nothing hitting the ground. And so I'm sitting there holding this stuff, and, and, and it didn't dawn on me until after I got the stuff in the car. Why didn't I just set it on the ground? And I'm like, oh, that's nasty. I can hear, you know, my wife, I just hear a voice just in my head. But the moral of the story is that <clears throat> I had all this stuff, carrying all this stuff. And they could physically see it, and they didn't want to offer no help. And it 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 just touched me in a different way. So if you got your Bibles, I want you to go to the twenty third Psalm. And and it, I'm not going to be long because I just feel like the Lord is giving me this, and hopefully it'll help somebody out there. But a lot of times we as believers and we as uh, as believers and, and men of God and women of God, we can be looking at people and they could be having a whole bunch of stuff on them and we won't even address the issue to help them carry their burden or carry the obstacles that they, we won't even offer to help. 
and, and, and then during the conversation, they was all talking about, they was all uplifting me and saying, what's well, just a great job I was doing. And, and, and they pat me on the back and, oh, you're doing good, what you're doing. At the all that was good. Can't hear you, can't wait to hear you preach. All the stuff that they was giving me, but yet I was standing in front of them and I was hurting. And they didn't even bother to help with the things that I had held in my hand. And, and and then to make matters worse, as I'm getting ready to leave, <clears throat> you know, my body was feeling, I felt myself getting a little weak. And I said, let me go ahead and get home. The Lord said, I'm good to go. And and this thing is like, it's playing in my head like it was, like it just happened yesterday and it was Friday. And it was just like, you know, I'm, I'm standing there and I'm hurting. I got things going on back at my house in Atlanta. I flew down here at the to see some stuff. I had some traumatic experiences. My spirit feeling a little bit weak. And I've been preaching about being restored and all that stuff the last couple of weeks. And everybody been hearing me preach this and preach this. And the very thing that I was preaching the last two weeks and talking about the last two weeks, here I am facing it. I'm holding these this bag and, and these groceries and, and my tablet and, 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 and my uh, phone and all this stuff, I'm holding it, and I won't let it hit the ground, and I'm struggling with it, and I'm struggling with it, and yet they're still uplifting me, telling me what such a good job I'm doing. They never even bothered to help with the ops, the things I had held in my hand, <clears throat> and and that, that that's a pretty good note to, to, to leave on. So if you got your Bible, 23rd Songs, and all I'm going to read is just, is just three words, the Lord is my shepherd, and I'm going to stop right there, <clears throat> because... As I get to the next part of my trip is on the ride home. Um, I'm at the airport and there's a delay. I didn't. I got my ticket and I'm going to the gate. It's a long line. For some reason, it's, it's extra long. I'm in Cleveland and the line is just uh, it's just long. And it's a long. It took about a good hour to get through the check-in. <clears throat> I get through the check-in just to find out that the plane was delayed and it was delayed again. And then I find out that my phone has a virus in it. It's on 1%, so I'm scared to turn it on. I'm charging it, but it's not charging. So I couldn't even talk on the phone, and I'm sitting there, and it's just me and the Lord. And I'm thinking about how I had all them bags and stuff in my hand, and no one offered to help. And then I'm sitting there, and 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 the Lord began to talk to me because this whole time the Lord is dealing with me. And, and there's a lot of blessings in there as well, and I'm going to get to that at the end. Um, but... Right now, I'm sitting there waiting to get on the plane, can't talk to nobody, and I'm waiting, and I'm asking the Lord, what's going on? Why am I in this position? And the Lord began to minister to me, and, and I said, Lord, these men of God was praising me and uplifting me, but uh, I, I couldn't feel it. I didn't feel the joy. I didn't feel it. And, and then the Lord began to minister to me because as he takes us to different levels, he lets you see things uh, more clearly. And this is the first time I'm seeing things clearly uh, in my own life and also in trying to do God's ministry because uh, things look, you know, they look clear. And it's like, is this really for real? These are men and women of God, and they just sit there and they give you all the praise, but they don't ever want to help you when you're going through something. And a lot of people I'm feeling in my spirit is going through things and we're going through things, but yet we don't have no one to talk to. We don't have no one to, to, to go to. And then the Lord started ministering to me 
And this and this is what I got. This is this is what the Lord put on me. And if I go too fast, if I get to preaching, then then um, y'all gonna have to excuse me. But I said I wasn't gonna be on here long tonight, and I'm gonna be a man of my word. I'm not not gonna be on here long. But at at the same time, um, <clears throat> everything that I learned about the Lord, I did not learn it through scriptures. I did not learn it going to school. I did not learn going to Bible study. Everything that I learned about the Lord, I learned going through storms, going through trials, going through tribulations. That's when it becomes real to you, when you're going through something. I don't care how much people uplift you. I don't care how much you study. I'm talking to myself tonight, so if this don't conclude you, then I'm sorry. But everything that I've learned from the Lord that makes me who I am today, that makes me a child of God, I've learned going through trials and tribulations, not the promotion, not the accolades, not uh, you doing such a great job, Doc. None, none of those things have I learned anything from. When I was going through sickness, I learned a whole lot about myself and the Lord. When I was going through uh, uh, bad times in my life, or you want to call it a backstage, a backsliding state, I learned a lot about the Lord going through those times. When the storm was coming, I was learning a lot about the Lord. Everything became real to me. Not not this uh, phony uh, stuff when you go to church and people pat you on your back and they say you're doing a good job. You can even give them a good word, but they're just saying it out of tradition, not out of they really mean it, because if they really meant it, they will be able to see and they will have discernment to know that you're going through something. They will put their arms around you and say, we love you, we support you, we're going to be there for you. Uh, I'm very careful when I give accolades to people because you never know what they're going through. And maybe they're just going through the motions or they're just going through something. Maybe they just need a hug. Maybe they just need someone to say, you're doing a good job, even though uh, uh, you may not be in a great place, but the, the the fact that you got the mind to serve God, you're going to you're going to get there because no matter what happens, life continues to go on. I don't care how much uh, uh, you you seem to fall or fail, you're going to be able to get to the next level as long as you keep your mind on Christ. You may not be in the perfect position, but you're going to keep your mind on Christ. Uh, uh, Pastor Joe, who's on with me tonight, <clears throat> thank the Lord for him. He, he He's the only one that gave me something. And I and as we were going, he said, I know you're going through a lot, Oliver. And, um, and I said, well, how do I know I'm out of it? How do I know that I'm coming out of whatever I'm going through? How do I know I'm going to the next level the way God wants me to know and he said life happens and he said uh there, there's an analogy that he used he said he got it from td jakes and and he gave it to me when he gave it to me i was my mind was clear i'm i'm good now he said the story about a pig and a sheep and he said about a pig and a sheep and they and and, and a guy washed them and cleaned them and, and he said this is how you know you're coming out <clears throat> because the pig and the sheep after they got cleaned uh uh the pig and the sheep got muddy again and got dirty again. The difference in the pig and the sheep, the pig liked being in the mud. He enjoyed it. He he was comfortable in it. But the sheep, uh, uh, even though he was in the mud, uh, and even though he was dirty, he felt uncomfortable. 
He said, I don't know how I got here, but I'm trying to get out of here. I don't want to be in this no more. So when, you, when you're coming out of something and life happens, sometimes you may find yourself in the same situation over and over again. But if you have that feeling that I don't like it and, and I want out and I want help, the Lord will bring you out and help you. Now, for some people who will say, well, once you ask for help, he'll clean you up and turn you around and let you go, and he will do that. But sometimes stuff just happens, and you may get a little muddy. You may get a little rain. But I'm trying to tell you that the Lord, if you have the feeling that you don't like where you are, it's not a feeling that you're not delivered. It's a feeling that you're heading in the right direction. It's a feeling that you're going in the right way. I'm not making excuses for anyone to sin. That's not what I'm saying. That's not where I'm going with this. What I'm saying is you got to have an uncomfortable feeling towards sin. No matter what it is, you have to be uncomfortable to sin. Sin ought to make you cringe. Sin ought to make you sick. Sin ought to make you not want to be there no more. And if that's what sin is doing, you're on your way to going to the next level because you don't like sin. Your spirit is identifying, I don't like it. But you could be like the pig and roll around in it and want to play in it all day and every day and have no feelings whatsoever. But see, the most things that you learn, and you're going to learn a lot about the Lord, is when you go through trials, when you're on the edge, when you feel like you're about to fall off the cliff, when you feel like you're getting sick and there's there's no hope for you, you begin to learn a lot about yourself and a lot about the Lord because the Lord is going to be the one that gets you through it. He's going to get you through it in his timing, in his will, the way he wants you to go through it. And you got to understand, it's not going to always be uh, one, two, three, or A, B, C. Sometimes you got to go through some obstacles and some and, and 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 go through some things in order to get to where God wants you to be. It's going to make you better for the next season of your life. It's going to make you better for the next chapter of life. The Lord is my shepherd. He is the one that's going to teach me these things, and He's going to teach me these things while I'm in training. He's going to teach me these things while I'm living my life, while I'm walking my walk. It is not going to be perfect. Everything is not going to be rosy. Every situation isn't going to always be one, two, three, slam dunk, is done, is over. Some things you just got to press your way and get through it. Some things you just got to go through. Yes, when I was sick, I went through a whole lot of stuff, cancer, thinking I'm going to die. I was able to learn a lot about the Lord, and the scriptures became alive in me. Yes, when I was going through troubles uh, uh, with my health, and, 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 and I had to lean unto the Lord. When I was going through financial troubles, leaning on the Lord, yeah, you may not have it, but the Lord is going to provide everything that you need. And if you look at me, I've never went hungry one day. I never had a place that I couldn't lay my head and go to sleep. But there's been times where I thought that I was going to be homeless. There was times I thought I was not going to be able to eat, and the Lord was able to bless me with a, a with with not just a meal, but with extra, with leftovers. And see, we got to understand, and we got to start rejoicing and praising the Lord when the Lord blesses us. Even though we may not seem like we're in a great position, we're on our way because the Lord is training us to get us to the next level. The Lord is my shepherd. That means he's going to lead me, and the way he's leading me, uh, we can't predict the weather. We can't predict what's coming down the pipe. We just got to be ready and when it comes we got to learn how to call on him and when we call on him we got to believe in what we're calling and believe in what we're seeing and believe that he's going to get us through to the next 
to the next level. And when he gets us to the next level, we got to understand that we're going to be able to walk by faith. And when you're walking by faith and not by sight, it's not by what you see, it's by what you know and who you know. And what you know and who you know is how you're going to get over that situation. Even though it looks bad, even though it don't look good, you just have to believe that the Lord will see you through and, and that he's going to be that light. And long as you're following the light, you're going to be okay. And I'm not saying it's not going to get dim. I'm not saying it's not going to get dark, but you still got to follow the light. And if you can't follow the light, you got to hear his voice. How do you know his voice? You got to stay in the word, stay in the word, stay in the word, and he's going to get you over to the other side. It's very important that we understand that the Lord is our shepherd. And, and, and I'm just so, so happy uh, in my spirit tonight, because the Lord has been showing me things uh, uh, during this time. And when I'm saying I was getting tired and weak, that's the physical. But my spiritual was rejoicing because I was able to handle the situations like a man. I was able to handle the situation like a child of God. I was able to handle the situation. Whether I was right, wrong, or indifferent, I was able to handle it the way the Lord would want me to handle it. Now, some people will say, well, Derek, you went all the way there and you didn't finish the assignment. You didn't speak. Well, no, I did the assignment that God wanted me to do. Then when I went into the nursing home and as the people was preaching on Thursday night or I was preaching on on Wednesday night and the word that went out and the people would say they loved the word, they loved the format, and as they were spreading the rumors about what chaos was doing and what D&K is doing and how we're feeding, the ministry is already doing what it had to do. I don't have to go preach a bunch of bunch. I don't have to go and preach every time I go somewhere because my lifestyle ought to be the preacher. My lifestyle ought to be the light. My lifestyle. I'm not here to, to try to, to be in front of stages and, and preach and get money and, and have everyone say what all those preachers were saying in front of me, but they wouldn't help me lift my burden. They wouldn't help me carry anything. And see, that's what's wrong with the church today. We see people, but we never want to help them with their problems. We want to condemn them. And I could hear one of them say, you don't want to put your bag down? And I said, nah. I said, nah, doc, I don't want to get it dirty. And then they thought I was, was too good or, or, or like I didn't uh, associate with things. And then the Lord put in my spirit and said, we don't associate with dirt. Uh, we don't, even though we come from dirt, we don't associate with dirty things um, um, because we're clean. We're pure. You know, where we've been washed in the blood. And, and don't let anyone think that they can put dirt on your name or dirt on you. I expect you to carry around a lot of dirt because we're not carrying around dirt. We got to remember who we are and whose we are. So when I was in that situation, it just called to remind me there's nothing wrong with trying to live clean. There's nothing wrong with trying to do the right thing. Even though sometimes we may slip up or sometimes life happens and puts us in positions, we still got to have the mind to serve Christ. We still have to have the mind to to go to the next level. Then I'm reminded about the story when they asked Jesus, why didn't you heal this man on the Sabbath day? He wasn't supposed to, they weren't supposed to be doing that kind of stuff on the Sabbath day. But one of the great things that, that I liked about it is everything ain't going to be in the order that you want it to be in. Sometimes God is going to do things unique. He's going to do things unusual, not, not for you, but so people can see his glory. And that's what we got to get used to. Stop trying to be traditional. Stop trying to think that it goes A, B, C, and one, two, three, and, and then do the Holy Ghost or the Holy Pope and the God is going, everything going to be all right. It don't work like that. And I, and I know that I'm talking right because I feel it in my spirit that we have to learn whatever we're going through, we have to learn the Lord is our shepherd. And we have to learn 
the most time we learn stuff is when we go through things. The most time we learn stuff is when we fall and we got to get back up and go again. I've shared this story a lot of times. When my son was riding his bike and he got his training wheels, he couldn't wait to get the bike with the training wheels while it was in the store. So I went and got the bike early for him to ride the bike so so he can get outside. He got outside with the bike, and after about 10 minutes, he came in and said he wanted his training wheels off. I said, are you, you not ready for the training wheels to be off? He said, yes, I am, and the other kids ain't got training wheels, so I want to be like them and ride like them and, and, and be free. So when I took the training wheels off the bike for him to ride, and I've shared the story a 100 times, and he fell off the bike, and I knew right then and there he had tears. He wanted to cry, but he wouldn't quit. I wanted to take him in and say, we'll do this a different day because I just wanted to protect him. But I also knew if I didn't put him back on that bike, it would scar him, and he would never learn how to ride the bike. What I'm saying is a lot of times we go through situations. We may fail once. We may fail twice. We may fail three times. The thing about it is you've got to be like the sheep. It ought to make you uncomfortable, but it ought to make you want to get clean. It ought to make you want to get clean and not be in the pit with the pigs again. And if you don't want to be picked with the – if you don't want to be in the – pit with the pigs and be dirty and sloppy and nasty and you want to be clean the lord will clean you up you just gotta go now yeah the lord knows life do happen things come up and sometimes we just find ourselves in a in, in a muddy pit and when we're in that muddy pit it all depends on how you feel when you're in the muddy pit if you rolling around there and you're comfortable and you're cool with it you ain't been delivered but if you're trying to get out you're begging to get out the lord is going to bring you out and when he brings you out, it's going to be a testimony, and only the Lord can get the glory, not you. And when you give the Lord, when the Lord gets the glory, he will leave you out of that pit to get you to the next level. But when you get to the next level, there's going to be a different type of pit. And you got to be able, strong enough, and able to know, to know the 23rd Psalm, the Lord is my shepherd. And when you know the Lord is your shepherd, and he's leading you, and he's guiding you, you got to understand that there's a devil that's going to come and try to stop you. And sometimes we're not, because no one is perfect. The Bible says no one is perfect. But I do know that, 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 that if you keep trying and trying, you'll end up in the perfect will of God. And I said I was going to thank a lot of people. You know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm very humbled by people who, who donate food to me. I'm very humbled by just being a man of God. As I was at the airport and we had a long layover and my body was hurting. I mean, my body was hurting and, and I was getting ready and I asked the guy at the uh, gate, I said, you know, I'm in boarding sea. Is there any way doc I can get up without having to pan? Cause I didn't want to wait. I didn't know if it was going to be a, a, a crowded flight and I didn't, you know, I just wanted to get on the plane as quick as I could. And he said, no, no, there ain't nothing we can do. He said, what's your name? I gave him my name and sitting there and I never heard my name come over the loudspeaker. He called me to the front. He said, I'm changing your boarding pass since you've been here and you've been patient. We're going to let you go. And he gave me a boarding pass as A1. That means I was the first person to get on the plane. I didn't get it, didn't have to pay for it. It's just the Lord blessed me. He just blessed me like that because I'm a child of God. I'm not perfect. I don't, I don't claim to be perfect, but because I'm a child of God, he will continue to bless you. That wasn't the only blessing. 
uh, when I flew in to Cleveland and had my ride pick me up. I didn't know my ride was was, was going out of town and I was going to need a vehicle. So here I am. I'm Mr. Chaos himself. I call where I normally get a rental car just to ask. And I always ask to speak to the manager, tell him who I was. And he said, you, you always? I said, yeah, I do. And normally when you rent from the airport, you got to get the car the day that you fly in. He said, I'll tell you what, you come up here Friday morning. Um, don't worry about nothing. I'm going to send you an email, and we're going to give you a zero balance on the car. You just bring it back before you leave. If you stay past so I had a free rental. And, and it wasn't because of I have the gift of gab. It's because I'm a child of God. I'm a child of God. And, and everyone was so nice to me when I was there, and not because um, – my name is Derek Oliver because I'm a child of God and I'm doing what God has called me to do. And he has blessed me. He has blessed me and he has blessed me. And with a God like that will bless you the way that he blessed you. Now I could take it and go a different route and go negative with it, but I'm not. I'm going to be positive because the Lord was doing what the Lord wanted to do. And I'm just thankful that I'm being obedient and I'm not going to allow the devil or anybody else discredit me disown me or talk about me because uh, uh, they don't like me. A lot of folks don't like me, and I really don't care, but I'm going to take it on another note because a lot of people need to hear the gospel, and they need to hear it, and they need to hear it the way that God wants me to tell them. I'm not going to no book. I'm not going to no seminar. I don't need to do all of that. I just need to be real and let the Lord and let the Spirit of God guide me and lead me to say what I need to say. And I know them Negroes was upset that I wasn't going to come and preach at their church. If they want to listen to me, they can listen to me every Monday night. I don't need I don't need a platform to go to churches to preach. And I'm preaching the same thing. I would preach the same thing if I went there on Sunday. I would have preached the same thing if I went there on Friday. And I would have preached the same thing I'm preaching now. They want to hear me. I'm not in for taking. I'm on assignments. And when God gives me an assignment, I'm going to listen to the Spirit and go. I'm not faking or jiving with anything. We went into the nursing home on Thursday night, and as they was, uh, the preacher was preaching, on the loudspeaker on Thursday night, and I was sitting there, and I was watching, and I was listening to the people. And it was people running in and out of the room, And but the, the main focus was the word was being done. And we were getting them not just spiritual food, but physical food. And as I was walking out, God was getting the glory. And they went around and told everybody about this little black man from Atlanta that came in and delivered a word. Wednesday night, Thursday night. Friday, I went back in there to do some praying and to do some other things, and I said I was traumatized. But thank the Lord that he, he was able to, 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 to give me the strength that I need to, to, be, to do what I needed to do. And, and that's all I got for you all tonight. That's it. That's it. I, I told you I wasn't going to be long. I do have a few announcements for all my um, Praise Tabernacle people that are listening. Uh, we'll probably have an announcement tomorrow during Bible study, but uh, this week we're going to start doing RSVP for the pastor's uh, anniversary banquet. That's December 3rd and 4th, and the location and all that will be given tomorrow or the next day, but we'll start more information to be on that. So start counting how many people you want to bring so we know how much food to have for the banquet. The banquet is going to be December 3rd, and we're going to follow up on that Sunday at our church, 
on December 4th, and um, we're looking to have a great time. Uh, so tomorrow night during Bible study. Also, we're going to have a great Bible study tomorrow night, Praise Tabernacle Church Bible study. So um, continue to come back tomorrow night at 7 p.m. We have a young, uh, great preacher, um, dynamic, learn a lot. He's on fire for the Lord. Minister Tobert will be uh, bringing the, the Bible school lesson on tomorrow night. Uh, so keep him in prayer uh, so that he be ready. That now I already know that he's ready, um, but that you guys be ready to, to be able to uh, hear what God has to say through him. He's a very dynamic preacher. I've learned a lot from him uh, just by working with him and just by listening to him uh, preach and teach the gospel of Jesus Christ. Him and his wife are uh, um, awesome, awesome people uh, in the kingdom of the Lord. And again, uh, he'll be doing the teaching tomorrow night. Um, Praise Tabernacle Bible Study is the same time, 7 p.m., same uh, online station, same phone number. And again, don't let the, the phone number fool you. Uh, it shouldn't charge you. If it lets you come on, it, it, it will not charge you. That's what Blog Talk is telling me. And it's just a way for your carriers to try to bill you a different way when you call that number. That's all that is. So, again, call in tomorrow night. Uh, Mr. Tobert will be teaching our Bible study. Praise Tabernacle also uh, be on the lookout on on social media and um, through text about <clears throat> RSVPN for December 3rd for that night. It's going to be an awesome night. Uh, you hear more details about that. Also, um, that being said, I want to give honor to my bishop, my pastor, Pastor Omar, First Lady Lady Zachary. It's been awesome people in the kingdom of God. Uh, I want to give honor to my wife tonight, uh, Sister Kisa, uh, Oliver as well, um, to my two sons that are listening. Um, I know one of them is listening. Just want to say thank you to my mom and both my aunts. They had a birthday party at Red Lobster this evening. They said they were going to try to call in and listen. Uh, I just want to say thank y'all for y'all support, hanging out with y'all for the weekend. It really blessed me as well. Um, to my cousin, I think it's Marky's birthday today, so I want to send him a shout-out in case they're listening at Red Lobster. Um, just happy birthday for me and your niece, Kisa. We just say send them nothing but love and support your way. <laughs> Again. It's very important to remember what I said. The Lord is my shepherd. And when he's your shepherd, he's going to lead you. When he's your shepherd, he's going to guide you. And as and, and long as he's leading you and guiding you, you're going to be okay. Just remember, when you're going through what you're going through, this is you're going to learn the most going through the storms. You're going to learn the most when you're on the edge. You're going to learn the most when you feel like no one cares and no one wants. That's when you're going to, these scriptures is going to become alive to you. It's not going to take a school. It's not going to take going to Bible study. Even though going to Bible study, you will learn a lot. But you're going to learn how to be a soldier in the army of the Lord when you go and you battle. And you're battling not only the devil, but sometimes you got to battle the, the devil that's in you. And when you battle the devil that is in you and when you start to win and when you start to, to feel a difference, a shift, you're going to feel all right. And, and no one 
will be able to take that away from you. No man, no pastor, no 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 deacon, no elder, no missionary, no one will be able to take that away from you because you have on the job training and you have the experience. Stop letting people think you gotta be real deep. There's nothing deep about being a soldier in the army of the Lord. There's nothing deep about that. Nothing deep. And you will have some 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 rainy days. You will have some dark nights. And you will have some dark days. Just remember that the Lord is your shepherd. And as long as he's your shepherd and he's leading you, you're okay. Because all you got to do is call upon the name of Jesus. And he'll be right there to pick you up and take you to the next level. But sometimes you just got to, he ain't going to pick you up right away. He's going to get you there. You just stay focused. And, and remember, he is your shepherd. And when you come out, you'll come out even stronger than what you was when you went in it. I can guarantee you that. With that being said, again, I just want to thank everyone for listening. I just want to thank everyone that supports us. And, and you know, I know we got a lot of nosy folks on here that just want to know what's going on. Well, you keep keep hanging around. You, you'll find out what's going on because we're going to another level. And, and I keep saying it, and I keep saying it, but I'm telling you, um, the Lord, all this stuff isn't going on. And just believe you me, the Lord is getting ready to do something very special. Never had so many phone calls about people wanting to come on blog talk. That means people want to hear the word of God. That means the harvest is right, and we got to be ready to get these people. And we're going old school style, radio style. We're going to get it that way. You ain't got to see me in person. <clears throat> we ain't got to be all over social media. We just call this number Monday and Tuesday, and throughout the rest of the week, you'll get a word. And God is going to be well pleased with it because we ain't charging no money for this word to go out. We ain't picking up no offerings for this word to go out. We're not doing anything that everyone else is doing. We're doing it the way God wants to do because the gospel is free. Salvation is free. And just remember that. Now, getting to heaven is going to be a cost because you're going to have to go through some things. You're going, to, you're going to have to go through some things. Just like Jesus did, you're going to have to go through some things. But I'm not going to keep preaching and preaching. I'm going to get us on out of here. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we just want to thank you. Thank you for the word. We just want to just give you the glory and give you the honor. And Father God, we just want to thank you. Father God, if there's anyone out there that don't know you right now, Father God, we just ask that, Father God, that they just say this prayer, to say, Father God, I am a sinner. And, Father God, I want to be saved. And, Father God, I believe that you got up. I believe that you was crucified for my sins, and I believe you got up on the third day. And, Father God, I believe that you're coming again to receive me. And, Father God, I say these things and that I am saved. And, Father God, in, in, in Romans 10, 13, it says, You just call upon the name of the Lord, or believe in the name of the Lord, thou shalt be saved. And, Father God, we just ask that, that if anyone said these things, that you just be with them, Father God. Father, I give them the, the, the mind to find a, a, a good church to go to that they can uh, begin to study your word and begin to, to be a doer of your word. And, Father God, we just ask that you just watch over each and everybody, Father God. Father God, I send a special prayer to all my Praise Tabernacle members of the church, the leaderships, and, and everyone that belongs there. Father God, just touch them. Strengthen them right now, Father God. Father God, I ask you to touch over our leader, our bishop, Father God. Father God, I ask that you just continue to watch over me and my family, Father God. Father God, I ask you to continue to <clears throat> watch over 
each and every one that listened to this broadcast tonight. And Father God, we ask these things in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Good night. We'll see you next Monday night. Thank you.